Hey guys, welcome to the first actual episode of Grace Extended. I'm so thankful for everyone who stuck around and everyone who has constantly been asking me when I was going to post a episode that they've all been just anxiously waiting and on edge to hear. Um, it definitely hasn't gone how I had originally planned. I had, which is okay. We don't always have to go by what we originally think should happen, but I decided that, um, the friend that I mentioned in the introduction that she, I I felt like she needed to come on and tell her testimony and I'm so proud of her for sitting down and doing it with me. She was so nervous and she just didn't even, it was, it was, it was funny, but I'm so thankful that she sat down and did it with me and I hope everyone can take something from this episode. She has such a good, powerful testimony that I think all of you can enjoy to hear. Um, and I'm really thankful for everyone who returned and I hope you enjoy. So I'm actually, I guess I can say this, I'm actually recording this at home. We recorded the episode last night at her house. So I just got home from church. It's Wednesday right now, but I'm sitting down to record this intro to it. And I'm so excited. I just, I'm so excited for it to come out, but I hope you all can enjoy what she has to share with us. And I appreciate all of you. So I have Sister LaShane here with me tonight. I'm going to let her introduce herself to us. Hey y'all, I'm LaShane. I am a good friend of Carly's. I've been going to church with her for almost two years now at the end of August. Um, I'm married. I've been married to my husband for almost 12 years now and we have four kids. And we just have a lot to be thankful for. That's so true. Y'all have come through a lot. But I just want to ask you, um, before we get into that, because I'm sure we'll get into it later, um, have you always been in church? Um, not really always, like faithfully, I guess. Um, I grew up and I was raised Baptist. My grandpa was actually my pastor so that was like a force into church I was always having to go to church whenever I was with them Um, but me spiritually faithfully no I wasn't really into church Um, I actually now that I'm apostolic at that time I actually never never even knew what Pentecostal was I never heard about it, never been taught about it, or nothing like that. It was just always Baptist. Yeah, yeah, so that's how it was growing up for me. You know, I grew up in a Baptist church, but 
for me I just always felt like there was just something more but not that I was taught that there was anything more I just would go to different churches out you know that weren't Baptist and I could just always feel that there was more and I just never felt like I was getting enough out of it and right. I was thankful to find out that there was more right. <laughs> and that I wasn't just crazy but there is so much more to it yeah and like now just just looking back I kind of seeing some stuff that we went through I feel like it was like times where I thought maybe he was calling us right somewhere else and I just didn't know what that was at times yeah like to begin with um it was in 2012 I was pregnant with our first child and there was like some issues there. I was having to see a specialist and a lot was going on with him. And a friend of mine's dad is actually a pastor of a Pentecostal church. And she asked me to come with her one Sunday and they was just gonna pray for us. And I was like, you know, yeah, sure, me, yeah. him Baptist. It's they was just different. gonna say a little prayer for me. Weird. Well, she started <laughs> Just, I don't know even how the conversation started, um, but she started telling me like what they do, like with oil and you know just yeah. laying hands on me, yeah, stuff like that. And I was like, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I ended up not even going. I just got up that morning. And I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'm not coming. Maybe next time, sort of thing. <laughs> so I didn't go. Um, and then there was another time, just looking back, I really felt like God was calling us, I guess trying to get us to reach out to Him for a miracle. Yeah. Um, we was, it was a couple of years later, I found out that I was pregnant again by our second child. Well, uh, we found out that she had a birth defect called anencephaly. You can take your time. So if anybody's listening, <laughs> just stick in, stick around with us. Uh, I know she's got a very emotional but powerful testimony to tell and so there's probably going to be a lot of tears shed for both of us. So just going to have to stick it out with us. <clears throat> well, we was told while I was pregnant that that she may not make it. Um, I guess we both was, I don't know, we was in that denial stage and was like, you know, stuff like that, it can't happen to us, yeah. you know, it'll be fine, no big deal. And September 22nd of 2014, we had her at 8.14 that morning, I believe, <clears throat> and um, she was four pounds and six ounces maybe, kind of can't remember, um, but she only lived eight hours. Um, 
we had a lot of our family and a lot of our friends there and like it kind of to me the only good that came out of that was it brought some family members together yeah and um but we all got to spend those eight hours with her at the hospital the staff and everybody was really nice and thoughtful to all of us and gave us a big room so we could fit all of our family in there um but we just we never asked god for a miracle we never went to him or talked to him to save her life or did you feel like you didn't try hard enough oh absolutely like just me now seeing where we're at now like we could have done so much more. So much more to ask for. But you know, God a does miracle. stuff like that for a reason. Do you feel and like we, He was reaching out for you at that point? Like me looking back now, like, yes. I, I mean, I do feel like He was reaching out, trying to get your attention and, and make yeah. you realize that it does happen right. to everybody. Right. And that and, there's a point it is too late for some. You know what I mean? Right. And then, like, especially with my husband, because I mean, he was born and raised in Pentecostal like he knew Pentecostal and the truth and all of that and I just it was just something we never talked about because he got out of it um did was it didn't he go to the church that we go to now yes yes he actually did he went there when he was a kid I couldn't even tell you like years or anything like that but he did go to the very same church um crazy how everything just kind of went full circle it really did (laughs) it really did um but yeah so after that we just I don't know just I guess went on with our life and we both was grieving in our own our own way and like we never really I guess helped each other in the grieving or made sure the other person was okay kind of more than our own. Selfish. Yes. I hate that word, but yes, um, that's the way I felt about it. Um, that's how. That's usually when people grieve. That's kind of how. It's kind of how they get. You know. Right. I have not as a similar story, but kind of in a similar way. Right. How that's happened to me and Cole. So. Yeah, and I feel like. I guess I kind of feel like. The grieving part went more towards like alcohol. Yeah. And like just a whatever you could get your hands on to yeah, calm the like, like, like I would be away. inside after work and like just fixing a glass of wine and yeah. he would be like outside or in the shed or not even home. Yeah. Like we kinda I guess pushed ourselves away from each other. Yeah. Not even realizing it yeah. either. And, I mean, that went on for quite a few years. Um, we ended up having our a third child, and everything was perfectly fine with her. The whole pregnancy, labor, delivery, everything was perfectly fine. And I just want to tell y'all, she is a princess. She oh, is please. rotten. She is a mess. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with that one. I don't know what we would do without her either. She is wild. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then like, 
I thought everything, you know, we've had another kid, not trying to replace our second child, but yeah. just growing our family. Yeah, there's nothing and wrong like, with having, you know, trying they, again. Yeah, and they both know her. Um, like our oldest, he was only two, but <clears throat> he talks about her all the time. Yeah. And she's, we've taught her about their sister, and yeah. so they talk well, about her all the time. When I was in children's church, Every time we would take prayer requests, uh, can I say her name? Yeah. That's or Matilda would always say, I want to pray for, do you hear I say her name? That's fine. <laughs> she would say, she would want to pray for Darla. Mm-hmm. And it always, it was just like a punch in the heart every time. Because I admire how much that she's still, she is still so much alive here. Mm-hmm. She's talked like, about, she is, it's like she's still here. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. And like whenever we pray, like at the kitchen table, like whenever we end our prayer, she like, and thank you for, yeah. you know, my brother and my daddy yeah. and mama. And then she always makes sure she mentions yeah. Darla. That's so and sweet. then whenever we do like Christmas decorations, we always have an mm-hmm. extra stocking. Um, they like to do ornament their own little ornaments each year, mm-hmm. so they always make sure she has her own ornament. Yeah. So at, at times I felt like things was, you know, yeah. was getting better after her. <clears throat> um, but then like it was probably the first of twenty twenty one was I think when we I guess hit bop rock bottom and that was the year you say y'all both went back to church brother michael went and then you went and then later on i went yes um september he was actually like we was really on the road to divorce yeah um like i told him that i was done um i was miserable the life that we had i just i just didn't want no more and he just, he didn't feel the same way. Um, I guess he, he was at the point where, okay, he he wants to work this out. Yeah. But I was at that point where I didn't want to work it out. Right. Um, and like I was, I was blindsided. I was not wanting I wasn't want to be at home around him. Right. I didn't want to work things out. I mean, I was I was just done. Yeah. Um. And then that went on for about five months. I, I always made excuses to come home late. I on weekends, like I would always make plans. I would mm-hmm. go out. I would just go to either friends' houses or out to Shreveport with friends or just wherever and just drinking. Like, I didn't want to be around him, so I just left. I would abandon my kids, and, like, they didn't know what was going on. Right. And they was just, I don't know, it was like they knew something was different and something Mm -hmm. was up. But they didn't know what was yeah, going on. Yeah, just too young to know what was really going on. Yeah, and I just, 
I don't know, I was just done. Like, I was just done with my life, other than the way things was going. I was just wanting, like, a change and thinking yeah. a change would be better. Yeah. And But looking back now, <laughs> that change would not have been better. You would not be where you are whatsoever. now. Whatsoever, no. no. Um, it was probably... It was. It was August 2021. 20... No, August the 22nd of 2021. Oh, okay. Um, my husband and son decided they was wanting to get baptized, and my husband and kids. They started going to church, I think like around June or so. Yeah, it was, it was, <clears throat> it was like the end of June, maybe the beginning of July. I think because we first had came in the beginning of August, like literally, like they was having revival with who was there? Brother Travis. Brother Travis was there, and I remember because I tried to make your kids like me. I wanted Matilda to like me so bad, oh, and she would money. not. She gave me, it took well after you come in for her to actually like me and talk to me. She would not talk to me. I literally fought for her love, and now I can't get rid of now, her. Exactly, you can't get her now off she of won't you. get off of me. Well, yeah, they started going a few months, a couple of months before <laughs> I did. Um, but they decided to get baptized, and at that time, I was still trying to move out. I still wasn't, still, wasn't you trying were still to work done. on things, yeah. And, um, but stuff like that, I mean, that was my son. And then, at the time, my husband, I never thought, would even step foot in a church. Right. So, I mean, I was definitely supporting both of them 100%. Yeah. yeah. And so, I went. I went to see them get baptized, and that day I stepped into a Pentecostal church, and I have not been out since. Did you ever just, whenever you got there, did you ever just feel a conviction, or were you still in the mindset, I'm just here to support my son? At first, yeah. Like, at yeah. first, I wasn't putting my all into anything. Yeah, you were just there to get it over with. Um, yeah, pretty see, much. See him get baptized. And then um, something, I don't know, just something about that day just kind of, I guess, took my blind side away. Yeah. And I'm just like, just kind of stuck with you. What am I doing? Like, well, this is not what... Is it the first day that we that you came? That was the first day we got together to eat after. Yeah, we hung out the yeah. whole day. We didn't even services. know you. No, we just knew you were coming, and that we invited y'all to come eat mm -hmm. at uh, my sister-in-law's, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we all got together. You had never met any of no, us, and no. you sure came. <laughs> well. I had no way. You didn't really have a choice, but I'm thankful you didn't have a choice. Because you probably would have been like, um, no. Why would I come to y'all's house? Like, my intentions was to go, and then my husband bring me back home, yeah. and then he goes back to night service. <laughs> but I was honestly stuck for both services. <laughs> but I'm very thankful for now. Um, so, it, so it wasn't exactly a month after I came. It was like, what, two weeks? Because yeah. if it 
I didn't realize how soon it was after Mm -hmm. because I was still so new that Mm -hmm. I didn't even know how to help you. But like I said in the introduction, God made it my mission to be your friend and to help you, you know, find your way. You have. And you have. Hey, we're not we're not (laughs) talking about me. We're talking about you. But I'm so thankful that you stepped into that church that day but I never realized that it was that soon it felt like I had been there so like longer than that but we were in revival for two weeks I was at church like it was a week or so right after revival whenever that happened so uh after you know being in your first service like I guess I should say like second and third service did you ever like what were your thoughts coming into something different like very seeing different. the holy ghost move and it was you know speaking in tongues and stuff like that it was something it was very different um not definitely not what i something yeah. i expected um but it it really opened my eyes to yeah. a lot of stuff and like our pastor has explained so much stuff to yeah. me while I've been there. We have an amazing pastor. And so if yeah. him or our pastor's wife listens, we love y'all so much. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I just, it really did open my eyes and I was just, I don't want to leave. I, this no. isn't what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. If God called me somewhere else, and I don't know what I would fight him. Right. I would go. I would. Right. I'd be like, "You gonna have to meet me here because I'm not leaving." Yeah, I so, would put a fight to leave. We have an amazing church. We do, and I'm so thankful that I told Michael that I was wanting to stay and work things out and thankfully he was still at that point where he was wanting to work things out and so we did and everything we've put God first on everything that we've done um we seen I guess past mistakes and how a marriage and a love for spouses should be yeah and like at first I mean we didn't a lot of stuff that we know now, we didn't know yeah. the first nine, ten years we was married. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like a big eye opener, and it's like we're a holy new couple. Yeah. To me, honestly. It's like, how did we last this far when we knew yes. so little? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we worked things out. I and I kept. <laughs> I kept um, going to church. I started. Like at first, I kind of started slow. Um, we had a tent revival that October. Yep. Um, Brother Travis was there, and he actually, I guess, I don't know if he could tell or if he felt it. I remember this. Or what, but he, he knew that I haven't been, you know, in the apostolic. Yeah. Because um, he God told him, me, sister. <laughs> <laughs> He asked me um, if I ever been to Apostolic Church, and yeah. I was like, "No, this is my very first one." And he told me, "Ease into it, mm-hmm. take it slow, take it all in." And so that's what I done. And 
it was October the I think it was the 29th we had a youth service I can't even Brother Harrington maybe I'm trying preached it trying to jog my memory of what youth service we've had so many it was the very first can't remember if it was a sectional youth service or just our church service, but I mean it was pretty packed, so yeah. I feel like it was a sectional. Um, but I think it was a brother Harrington, if I'm not mistaken. But he preached and he preached right to me. Um, I did not want to go to that altar, <laughs> but you actually went over there and you turned and looked at me and you asked do you want to come pray with me i do remember this service yeah how could i forget i did i went over and there. i would barely even knew what i was doing and i had matilda <laughs> actually so in my arms because <laughs> i did not know what i was doing no, no, i did and i had matilda in my arms and i started praying and next thing i know the tears was flowing and mm-hmm. Sister, our pastor, yeah, our pastor and a couple other sisters came over there, our pastor's wife, and they started praying with me. Somebody grabbed Matilda out of my arms, and I know that was the first time that I felt like I actually really prayed. Yeah. It felt like you touched God. Yes. Yeah. And then um, a couple of days later, October the 31st, that Sunday, was the Sunday that I got baptized in Jesus' yeah. name. I remember. And everybody was like, oh, you're making it a surprise. Because <laughs> I never did tell nobody. No. <laughs> I don't think um, you told me until I, I did, No, the pastor announced it. Yes. He announced it at the service. Yeah. It was such a proud friend moment. I was it so was. happy to see where you, you know, how far you had come in that little amount of time. It was, right. it and was I, great. It was a couple of weeks before that, I want to say the Sunday after our tent revival, that I went to the altar with Michael. But I didn't, like, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like I was actually really praying. I wasn't yeah. putting my heart into it. Yeah. Um, I was actually shocked that I was up there. And I kind of felt like I was dragged up there because Michael had my hand yeah. whenever he walked. I remember and that too. I just didn't want to let go. Yeah. I didn't want to let go, so I followed him. Yeah. I followed him up there. Um, but yeah, that night of the youth service was the very first time that I actually went up there and prayed. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, this is going to sound so weird for me to say it like this, but when you really, that first time that you pray and you like, really get in tune with God it's like addicting it like it really it's like you just want to it's like you don't want to stop right like I remember the first time you know coming from a similar situation out of a Baptist life that's how that's Mm -hmm. what I'm gonna say just a Baptist life into it the first time that I felt like prayed and really felt God in a Pentecostal church I just wanted more. Right. Like, it was so, like, it was just addicting. Like, I just, I just wanted to be at church every right. day, and I would go to work, like, oh my gosh, how do you, why would y'all not want to experience this, you know, and it was, 
and I know people looked at me so crazy because a lot of people look at us crazy, you know, because they that they do, yes. They just have this idea that you're not supposed to speak in tongues or, you know, feel feel the Holy Ghost and they just I don't know. Right. I've got so many crazy looks at work. I remember I had people that would like talk down to me and like that's not biblical and I'd pull I'd open my Bible and you know, I didn't really know much, but I knew where to point out in the Bible where it was right. Right. And to me, that was enough to just open my Bible and be like, here it is right here, Acts, yep. Acts 2.38. And I was like, you can read Acts chapter 1. You can read up to that point. I said, you just keep on going. Exactly. Uh, it's, But I never cared because once I, once I got the... Just a little touch, that was it. I didn't exactly. care what people thought anymore. Exactly. I was like, this is real. It, it is. And, like, I mean, I kept on. Like, at first, my husband had already had the Holy Ghost. Um, a few months later, my son actually received the Holy Ghost. And I was still praying. Yeah. Um, I was still seeking, still reaching. Uh, there was times that... I felt maybe for some of the stuff that I've done that he didn't forgive me and yeah. all of that. But I just, I always kept being pulled. Like I never was, like I would get discouraged. And right. there was times where I was like, I'm just not going to do it. There was times where I went to the altar because I felt the pull, but I didn't. I guess I didn't really just pray, just yeah. or just feeling the disappointment, I guess, yeah. in myself and just and stuff going on, I guess. Yeah. Like I wasn't really putting my all into it, um, but I kept kept seeking, I kept reaching. Um, I listened to every conviction that mm. I felt. You did every time God gave me a conviction, I I listened. I did what He wanted me to do. It was like um, breadcrumbs too. Like it was so plain out to, for you. Like it was just like every time you got one, you would be like, you know, I felt God convict me. First, it was your eyeliner, mm-hmm. and then was it your skirt? Mm-hmm. You're wearing pants, pants. yeah. And because I remember you came to me, you're like, I think God's convicted me about wearing my pants at work, mm-hmm. and I was like. Yeah, I was like, he is, he is. is." And then it was probably my hair. Your hair, and then your ring, Mm -hmm. and your nail polish. Yeah, I think my nail polish was the last one. That was like one of, I mean, you still had other convictions. We all constantly have convictions. Right, yes, absolutely. Like one of the biggest ones for you. Those was all my struggles. Yeah. Those was like my struggle convictions. But you were so like, God convicted me. I got to let it go. And I admire that a lot because that's not, it's not, it's hard. It's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. I was just, I felt like maybe I was just at that moment to where if I'm being convicted, then I need to do it if I'm seeking him. Yeah. Like I wanted to feel his presence. Yeah. I wanted to be filled with his spirit. Whatever you had to and do, to exactly. Feel it. Whatever yeah. you have to do to touch the hem of his garment. Oh. I've heard that. Chills. 
<laughs> I have heard that over and over and I really felt like that was meaningful to me. Yeah. And so that's what I was doing, whatever it took. <laughs> I got tears in my eyes that just gave me like full body chills. <sighs> so, but I, I mean, I did, I kept, the first time that I prayed, I didn't receive the Holy Ghost, but I kept on. I kept reaching, I kept praying, I kept seeking. Yeah. Kept listening to God, doing what I feel like He's told me to do. Um, it was... Well, in all those times, that you, it was like you were right there. Like, right. we all was just like... I've had so on edge, like she's, she's like, going to pray through, she's yes, going to speak in tongues. Yes. And then you wouldn't. And I know that had to be discouraging for you. It was, and I just never, like, our pastor even told me, you know, pray about it, see what's holding you back, yeah. ask him to let you yeah. know what you need to do, or what you need to give up, what you need to stop, you know, stuff like that, and I did, I really did, and I really feel like my past is what was holding me back, yeah. like, I still had that in my head, and I still, I guess not really realizing and still listening to the devil. Yes. And still having yes. my past brought back up. Even and today. Yes. I feel like we still will have conversations here and there where we we talk about how sometimes it's just hard. Right. And I, we both still think about stuff from the past where it's just like just feels like we're it's holding us back in the moment and if anybody just hurt that that is her baby. <laughs> He's sleeping beside us because he would not go down for the night. (laughs) And mind you, it is 1234. (laughs) But if you heard that, that's all it was. So don't mind him. Aren't you weak, precious angel? Just ignore the baby snoring. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, so I finally, we was actually, it was a year and four months of me. Woo! praying and seeking and we was in revival once again with brother Travis um it was just crazy because I was there was a time in there where he was talking about a lady's hair and what kind of got me in the sermon was a couple of days you and I and another friend of ours we actually talked about I asked y'all questions about yeah. the hair forgot all about this. and about us praying over it and stuff like that. Yeah. We was talking about it. Well, in his message, he talked about <clears throat> a lady using her hair. Um, and like I could tell you the whole story just the other day, but it was a boy to heal something with his hand they wrapped their hair around his hand and I can't remember what was wrong with his hand though but something was wrong with his hand or his arm and the lady took her hair and wrapped it around and they prayed and his hand was healed and like that was just something in itself but that's like the only thing that stuck to me in that service was one thing but the whole sermon sermon was just about God and how good He is. Yeah. And once again, well, I felt how did you feel when He brought up the hair thing? Like it, 
I don't know. Like, just, it was like, like open a, your eyes. Yeah, just like, like I was like, wait a minute, we literally just talked about yeah. this. And so immediately, you know, it was just there was just something there. <laughs> and once again, I was pulled up to the altar. Um, I started praying, but not really, I guess, seeking to seek. I mean, seeking to say, but. I was more praying of understanding about yeah. what that message meant for me yeah. and just trying to understand what I heard and what you, I needed to know yeah. out of that message. Yeah. And I was holding the baby, came over there and he laid hands on me and he told me that I needed to let go of everything tonight mm-hmm. and like that was it and he started praying for me um somebody grabbed the baby out of my arms once again (laughs) babies are kids are always being grabbed out of my arms (laughs) um but I started praying and I just started praying giving everything to God I was like I'm done with it Mm -hmm. I'm done with everything sticking to me um I mean, I'm done with it. It's it's in your hands. It's out of mine. I'm giving it to you. I don't want to worry about it no more. I don't want to, I don't want it to drag me down. Um, I'm just done with it being stuck in my life. And I did. And next thing I know, the last thing I really remember was, I think I was like, I was dancing a little bit. And then like my head just like, I don't even know what you would call it, just kind of... It's like you just kind of like blacked out? Just went to the side, yeah, and like I yeah. blacked out. That's and, literally how it goes. And I was <laughs> speaking in tongues, and when I actually came to, I remember I was sitting on the floor, and my head was laid over on a sister, and I had my pastor's wife and another sister on the other side of me, down there on the floor with me praying and they was telling me you know that's the holy ghost that's yeah. that's the holy ghost <laughs> and i got up i started praising i started dancing like it was just a total different you felt did you feel new yes like, like it was like i don't know like a whole new situation so a whole new for, life for people yeah. that are in a Pentecostal church that are going to listen to this and I know there are some that have already listened so I want to say that uh, (laughs) I want to ask you I guess uh, did you like so I remember when I first prayed through and everybody I talked to it's like you literally do black out Right, like my husband literally did. do. He said he blacked out, and he was on the other it's side like of the church when he came through. And a lot of us call it getting drunk in the Holy Ghost, or well, that's what you call it. You mm-hmm. didn't call it getting drunk in the Holy Ghost, but like afterwards, did you like? Did you know? Like you knew that you had spoken tongues. Oh, absolutely! You like just it's just felt something completely new. different. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, like I was it's just. Like you're, I I remember I felt just like straight joy right yes like jumping yeah stomping, like you were ready to run the aisles yeah anything you hear about a pentecostal you was ready to I do i would never do <laughs> yeah. stuff that like i don't have the confidence i guess yeah. to do or the courage yeah. to do that i'm always yeah. praying to ask and asking for 
Um, but yeah, like I don't. I would have never done that. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, but like now, he's like, you don't care. Yeah, like I, I will I be up there and I'll it's worship. Like you, and it's I'll like praise. you have a revelation of why do I care what people think? Like the exactly. only person that I have to impress is God. Um, that's all I'm worried about exactly. is what I need to do. And that's for the him. only person in the church. That is the only person who cares. Exactly. Nobody's watching. Exactly. So for anybody that's listening to this. And they have struggled putting themselves out there in front of the church to praise, shout, dance, and worship their heart out. It don't matter what nobody thinks because you're doing it for God, not for for other people. You're not at church for church. You are at church for Jesus. That's right. You ain't there for nobody. You ain't there for nobody else. So what anybody else thinks does not matter. That's right. And if you leave there knowing that you got joy in your life because Jesus is there, then that's all that should matter. Because I know when I remember when I had that revelation, it was actually at TYC in Lufkin. And uh, everybody was down there praising, and I was just like, man, like I want to have freedom like that mm-hmm. in my praise. And it's not that I was conservative with my praise, because I wasn't. Right. I wasn't scared to shout and raise my hands and dance a little bit when mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost fell on me and but I was still so worried about everybody else. Right. But when we were there I was just like, why does it matter? And I remember just taking off to the to the bottom to the big old crowd that was down there. You know how it is at conferences. Mm-hmm. There's just huge crowds right. at the up at the altar worshiping and I remember going down there and it was so freeing to just worship how you wanted to right and it was crazy I'm not gonna get into it but it felt good so I remember coming back and I've never really held back since exactly and that's what the Holy Ghost does for you right you don't want to really hold back especially whenever you receive that gift yeah like you want to like I know me anyway yeah especially with me taking so long yeah. like I definitely after he it gave me that gift I want so to much. thank him and yeah. praise him and yeah. worship him with all that I have yeah. because of him filling me with the Holy yeah. Ghost you know yeah. and he's done way more stuff for my family and yeah. I than just you know the yeah. Holy Ghost, but that is definitely my number one gift that I'm definitely thankful for. It gives you the strength to praise through the storms. Yes, like, and I know that's such a cliche, and everybody says it, but it really it does. is so much harder to praise through through trial than it is to praise when everything's going right. Right, you know, and it <clears throat> it's it's great. So before sitting down and recording this, well, I guess, what, two days ago or a day ago? Yesterday? Yeah, it was two days. So two days ago, today's Tuesday. Well, mm-hmm. technically, technically it's, it's Tuesday. Wednesday. Okay, that was so bad. <laughs> technically it's Wednesday, 1 a.m., but we're still going to say it's Tuesday because that's what time we sat down and started recording this. And we haven't went to sleep yet. Yeah, so, so it's all the same day. Yeah. So Sunday, mm-hmm. it was was it Sunday night? Yeah, it was Sunday night. I had asked her what she wanted to 
call this episode because, I mean, it needs to have a, I'm going to say headline, but really I mean name, and I asked her what she wanted to name it, and she said promises, so I want you to elaborate for us, if you don't mind, why, why you wanted to call it promises. Well, to me, like mainly, it took me a while to receive the Holy Ghost, and I was always told that being filled with the Holy Ghost is a promise that God has for you. Mm -hmm. Like, He has promised us to fill us with His Spirit, and there was one time that I prayed, and I was I was getting discouraged, and my pastor and his wife called me in his office, and we was just talking about it, and just everything that, you know, me having to, like, you know, pray for God to talk to me and stuff like that, and he had told me that, you know, you don't have to beg for the Holy Ghost. You don't have to ask God to please fill you with the Holy Ghost. Like, you don't have to beg for it because you you will receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a promise to you. And there's not just, you know, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, but there's so many other promises that God has for us. And I, like, I hold that in my heart because I know God has, God has us in his arms and I know God has these promises for my family and myself and my friends. And I just feel like people, some people really don't know, I guess, and some people don't really understand that God has these promises and has made promises for them and for us. And I just feel like, like I hope that I let somebody know that God has his promises and hopefully they will get to that point where they can receive his promises. Right. So if you don't mind me asking, is there any, is there anything in your life that since you've been in church or just, you know, in general, because, you know, God hears us before, right, before we come to him, I feel like, because there's been a lot of things in my life that he's done in reference to my past before I even, you know, had a good relationship with him, but do you feel like there's anything that he's answer to you that you would consider a promise so I would probably have to say our son um, which is about to turn one next month um, he would probably be not the only but probably one of the big promises that God has gave us um Whenever I first found out I was pregnant, um, I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. I I didn't want any more kids. Um, My husband did, 
but at that time I just didn't think we was ready to have any more kids and this was shortly after you got in church right it right. was like I mean it was literally two o- months after October yes it was yeah. the, the middle of October yeah. um right after I, the tent revival yeah is whenever I found because I met you at the gas pregnant. station on accident Yes, and, and I had to tell me. somebody. You just couldn't hold it in. I just so happened to be the first one you ran into. Yes, <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Um, but we was just, I just don't feel like we was where we needed to be in our marriage to have any more kids at right. the time. Um, but God has definitely showed me otherwise. Right. Um, he has... He brought him into this world at the most perfect time, and and that's definitely, between that and him, I guess, helping us work out our marriage is probably my two main promises that I'm very thankful for up under the Holy Ghost is most definitely. Do you feel like God giving y'all him could be like, was like a way to help y'all. Oh, absolutely. Work it out. I really It was kind of like he gave y'all, <clears throat> God gave y'all him, and then it was just like, okay, maybe we need to keep pushing and figure this yes. out. We, had, we have, especially for just seeing all of our kids right. in church, they worshiping, they praising. Do. They are some praising little babies. Yes. Even him, at (laughs) almost one year old, he can clap and throw them hands up and shout the house down. Yes. Almost, if he can do it, anybody can do it. Yes. And that just melts my heart. It's so amazing. I'm really thankful that God turned our lives around and put us on the right track and right. Honestly, can't wait to see where Where he's leading us, where he's going to guide us, where he's going to put us at. I can't wait. Um, But there is a a scripture that I did want to share. It's Hebrews 10, 36. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise and to me it just feels like I guess once you make your mind up right once you start wanting to follow God once you want to you give yourself to his will yes and you stop fighting him over yes it. whenever you just give everything to him mm-hmm. you know you give yourself to him and start doing his yeah. work then he will feel his promises to you that's right you'll you can start seeing his miracles and wonders in your absolutely. life absolutely uh, i had one too that i was going to share after you told me what you wanted to call this episode it is second corinthians uh, chapter 1 verse 20 for all the promises of god in him are yeah and in him amen unto the glory of God by us and I think it's just a reminder of how just how great he is and that if we're faithful to him he will do 
He can do anything in our lives. He can. You know. He can. And but I'm so thankful that you sat down and did this with me. She fought me so hard. <laughs> we spent I really probably did. twenty minutes when we first sat down to record this, just laughing and trying to figure out what to do because her nerves are so bad. And to me, I just hate talking in front of people. <laughs> Well, I'm actually really sociable, <laughs> but just, I guess, having the microphone on you changes the game. It really does. But I'm really, really glad does. that you sat down and did this. I I love your testimony, and I think there's going to be other people that can take something from, yes. from it and, and apply it to themselves and find strength and courage to keep pushing, you know, whether they're seeking the Holy Ghost or just trying to fix things in their right. life that right. they that they know need to be fixed or if they're struggling to accept conviction in their life. You your testimony is just a, a tell all for everything somebody can go through, I feel like. Well I'm very thankful that you let me join in and share my testimony and I pray that it's an example to someone and it's a story that is meaningful to someone that, and it can help them. Me too. And right. it can help them. Yes. So, uh, we hope you guys can enjoy this. We try to keep it together for everybody between our lives and the tears. <laughs> but we hope y'all can listen in again in the future, and I'm sure we will have her back on one day. Maybe soon. <laughs> I don't know. She did so good at it that I'm hoping she'll just want to come back. But we might have arranged that. <laughs> but we will talk to you all next time.